Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to my previous podcast episode, and this is another episode with Jolene's Choice. I just wanted to give another um, episode where I come from a better energy, and and I think in one of my Instagram posts, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, it's Jolene's Choice, the same name as my Spotify. Um, in one of my posts, I, I made a promise to myself, or it's something that I'm still learning, uh, is to post content even if I'm not at my best uh, to post content even when i am struggling mentally or facing negative emotions and 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 not at the greatest peak of my life and and so i wanted to post this uh, podcast episode one in a way to kind of share with people my knowledge about uh, emotional regulation and my experiences um learning to regulate my emotions and two um, as a challenge for myself to learn how to post content even when I am not at my best. And so, yeah, I mean, today wasn't really my best day. Um, I would have to recognize that we're always not going to have um, best days every day. And, and I was journaling a lot. Um, I just had to learn how to sit with my emotions and how I feel um, and not judging myself and not judging what I'm thinking, not criticizing myself and just giving myself that safe space um, to speak my mind, even if it's to myself. Um, I think growing up, I've always been alone and in any problem I face, I had to solve it on my own. Uh, be it emotional, physical problems, or anything, or even schoolwork, um, and that kind of manifested to my adult years where I tend to isolate myself, and it's a toxic trait that I'm still learning, and it's probably why I'm always posting more content because I, in my personal life, I don't really share a lot with people about what I'm going through, and so I tend to translate all this, all my personal problems into solutions for other people so they can learn and not feel like they they have no tools no skills and no idea how to get through their day or get through their problems um so that they won't be alone like the way i am or like or like other people won't feel alone when they're going through the problems because i don't want people to go through what i go through and um even to today i still struggle with sharing with people about my problems um because uh maybe just some context uh growing up my family has always put me as a black sheep of the family and i've always been painted that way um like i was like no good or they would say that oh i'm the worst child ever or like uh even people in school would say that i'm a waste of space in society um and i think that kind of manifested right now to to my current age in my 20s that i feel quite low i have low self-esteem i I feel low i feel like i'm not worth it Uh, and it's something that i'm still learning and and because of that i i feel afraid to share with people my actual problems or i am unable to be vulnerable with other people um and and that kind of translated to not being able to regulate my emotions sometimes as well 
Um, that's why I wanted to share this episode um, and to, to share with you guys more about emotional regulation and I wish I had learned this a lot younger. But of course, I need to remind myself that, you know, it's okay uh, if you guys did not have this skill when you were growing up and that you did not l- know how to regulate your emotions. But now you're able to, right? We can't keep looking in the rear view mirror. We have to keep looking forward. And so now... You're learning how to regulate your emotions and you will definitely see a change in the way you um, react or in the way you receive um, certain uh, events that could be traumatic for you. Um, so so what is emotional regu- uh, regulation? I, I think for me, for my experience, I never knew what emotional regulation was at a very young age or even when I was in my late teens uh, because I felt that or maybe it's because I wasn't actually taught, you know. Nobody taught teach you this kind of skill set, which is so important, uh, because we're all so focused on education, about making money, about being successful, that we fail to teach uh, Singapore as a society that you need to learn how to regulate your emotions. And in regulating my emotions was very difficult uh, until recently, I think. Only after the pandemic, that's when I started to learn how to regulate my emotions. And by then, I was like 25. That's really old. Um, and so regular, regulating your emotions uh, is when you are learning how to sit with your emotions. You are learning not to run away from them. You are learning not to react, not to take actions just based on your emotion. Uh, you are learning to sit with it. You are learning to allow yourself to feel it. You are allowing yourself to hold space. and to let the emotion pass through you and not allow yourself and not be defined by the emotion. Um, I mean, that, that's my definition and that's what I, I kind of experienced it. So I'm just sharing based on my experiences and not necessarily based on psychology. But I mean, if you really want to read more, you guys should really check out Positive Psychology. They talk more about um, the skill set for you to learn how to regulate your emotions. But I just want to like lay out there to share with everyone, to raise the awareness of emotional regulation like who would have thought that it's so important to regulate your emotions um and and i never knew the importance of it until my late my mid-20s because i was going through such a hard time i didn't know i didn't allow myself to feel emotions for such a long time because uh in in my family setting you're not allowed to feel emotions and if you do uh they will criticize you and say you're oversensitive you you are not um, being a good girl, you know, you should not feel these emotions. Even if you're sad or angry, you should not feel these emotions. So, um, and I get scolded if I cry or if I get angry. Um, so I think in a very Asian conservative household, um, emotions is not being um, validated. So therefore, I did not learn how to allow myself to feel my emotions. And and now I'm allowing myself to feel emotions, allowing myself to find ways to um, feel it and, and hold space for myself. Um, and it's not easy to learn that you can hold space for yourself. I think growing up when we we're watching TV or even Disney Channel or any TV shows you watch, um, there's always someone who is sad on the TV screen, the main character or even the side character. And then there is someone else that will 
make them feel happy or be there for them. And it, what it shows us, the, t- the television show is showing us that um, you can only feel better when someone else is there. But, but that's not true. Uh, you can feel good and you can allow yourself to hold space for yourself and because you can be there for yourself as well. You don't need to always have someone else um, to make you feel happy. You can make yourself feel happy. You can hold space for yourself. Um, and of course, um, on the spiritual side, you know, if you, you believe in God, then of course, um, is is that spiritual belief uh, that you are not alone, uh, that there is a bigger entity out there uh, that's always got your back, that always has your back. Um, yeah, so so emotional regulation, I think back to the topic, um, it was something that I had to learn through therapy. Um, in my therapy sessions, uh, my therapists have had to had to guide me um, how to feel certain emotions, that it's okay to feel sad, it's okay to feel angry. And, and after learning that I could, could feel these emotions or even giving myself permission to feel these emotions and, and giving me giving myself that safe space that I will not be criticized, I will not be beaten up because I feel a certain emotion. Um it helps so much. Um and I realize I'm missing a lot of ums. <laughs> I feel like if you watch the uh the TV sh- American TV show How I Met Your Mother there's this game that they play every time Robin says um on television show she everyone has to drink a shot <laughs> but I will not do that I will be more aware about saying filler words like um so so yeah I, I, so learning to recognize that you can feel emotions and learning to recognize that you can hold space for yourself was the big factor for me or it was a key skill for me before i could learn how to regulate my emotion uh, because back then whenever i feel a certain strong emotion or intensity um i didn't le- know how to regulate it because i didn't know that i could feel these emotions i didn't know that i had so much intensity in my emotion that it impacted the way i could regulate it i didn't know the next step like how do i put it um if you have never allowed yourself to experience emotions you would have never learned that importance of regulating your emotion. Because back then, I thought regulating my emotion was to stop myself from feeling it. When the truth is, you're supposed to allow yourself to feel these emotions and then learn how to um, be there for yourself, uh, learn how to modulate the responses triggered by these emotions. And it's so important because sometimes when you have a certain emotion, you tend to be triggered. And when you're triggered, you tend to um, take action that you may regret later, especially when you're angry. Like you say a certain um, a certain phrase that could be very hurtful to the people around you because you can't, you're not giving yourself space to feel that emotion and you're acting on that emotion. Um, and I mean, if you are a listener and you think that emotional regulation is such a basic skill, I mean, I'm so happy for you uh, because for me, it was so difficult. I, I did not know such basic concept growing up because I never had that opportunity. I never had an um, elder sibling or even a, a, a guardian or guidance from anybody that was older than me. And sometimes I get jealous over people who, who have that and I'm so... I'm so happy for them, but I'm also jealous because I wish I had that for myself. Uh, but truth is, I don't, and I, 
and we're just going to continue to create content so I can help others so that nobody would feel the way I feel um, being alone in my own problem. But of course, I'm also learning how to share with people the problems I face. Um, it's not easy and being 28, I'm starting to feel that I should go back to therapy again. Okay, this is sidetrack uh, because I think learning to regulate emotions takes time and, and it's not an overnight skill that you can learn. Uh, sometimes you will get triggered by a new set of emotions that you've never felt before and then you have to learn how to regulate these new set of emotions. Um, so yeah, I, I think a few practical ways that I have learned to regulate my emotion or to learn how to sit with them. Uh, one is to give myself permission to cry. Two is to journal, to allow myself to just keep writing and writing without, uh, without any judgment, to allow myself to just, um, to just write my thoughts down and allow myself to cry as I write it because, I mean, that's literally what I did today um, because it helps me to hold space for myself to know that I am not alone, that I am there for myself and I can't cry because I just did my lashes and you're not supposed to wet your lashes for like 8 hours so give me a second yeah, so that's what I did today. I was writing and journaling, um, allowing myself to feel all the emotions without trying to escape from it. Back then, I would always escape my emotions. Like maybe I'll scroll through TikTok, scroll through social media so I don't have to feel the emotions. Um, but I think after going through therapy and and journaling more frequently, I, I recognize the importance of uh, holding space for myself so that I can regulate these emotions without acting on them. And, and I think that's something that I, I needed to learn uh, through my therapy sessions. Um, so I, it was my therapist who taught me that, you know, sometimes you can feel the emotion, but you don't have to act on it. Like, it's not a, it's not a compulsory must. Uh, you can just hold it validate it even if people gaslight you and say oh your emotion is not valid or they would say that oh, why are you crying there's no point for you to cry it's such a small thing you can validate your own emotion you can say that it's okay to cry and that you know <sighs> okay and that it's okay to cry and that you are still okay you're still you're still here you know Whatever emotions you're going through, it does not define you. You know, you are still okay. It doesn't mean that um, the problem is the end of the world. You can always find solutions to them. So if right now what you need is to cry it out, you can do that. So that, that will be uh, what I would do and tell myself. Because... It's not easy to um, regulate your emotions. Uh, it's not easy to uh, learn that you can be there for yourself. Sometimes I think uh, you have to kind of learn how to be there for yourself in a healthy way. 
without escaping, without uh, finding outside things to help you. I don't know how to put it. So basically, when I was younger, what happened was that I never wanted to face my problems. I would run away from it. And by running away from it, I would focus on like maybe school, I focus on studying, or I focus on solving other people's problems instead of solving my own problem. And it took me so long to realize how important I am and that it is important that you need to solve your own problem. It does not mean that solving your own problem will worsen it. Uh, but it is essential for you to kind of face it, be brave, Take one step at a time. Don't force yourself to solve it all in one day. If you can only handle a, a portion of that problem, then then let's take it one one step at a time. Because um, sometimes maybe the thing that we are facing can be too much for ourselves, and and we need to learn how to uh be patient with ourselves. Uh, I think. In this society, you know, there's so much media about, oh, this person did this, this person overcame this problem, and, and it feels like it's so fast that they overcame the problem, but what we don't realize is that sometimes what how they overcame the problem took years, and, and during those years, it was awful for them, and, and so you can't expect yourself to to overcome any challenges just by like ramming your head through the wall. Sometimes you have to be creative. You know, you have to build a ladder first, climb over the wall, or, you know, you have to learn. Maybe you need help, you know. Maybe a professional help, be it with friends, be it with family, and that is okay to also ask for help uh, to overcome a challenge. And I'm learning that as well. I'm learning that it's okay to ask for help and not push people away. Uh, so yeah, I hope this helps with anyone who is going through um, learning how to regulate your emotions. It's not easy. Uh, I understand. And, you know, whatever you are facing and the emotion that you feel because of that event that you have, it doesn't mean that um, you're not allowed to feel these emotions. Your emotions are valid. Uh, Hold space for yourself to feel every single emotion, even though it's painful, even though you want to run away. I promise you, at the end of it, you will feel so much better. And for some reason, once you clear your emotion, the solution was right in front of you and you start to see it for what it is. And, and for some reason, you're able to solve that problem. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe because I'm a more emotional person and... And it helps a lot. And, and I think one more thing that really helped me is to really validate my emotion because I grew up in a family that guest likes me a lot uh, where they would say, you you shouldn't feel this, you shouldn't feel that. And being gaslighted is not fun because it makes you question yourself. It makes you doubt yourself so much that you don't know what you feel. You feel that you feel, all your feelings, it feels so confusing. But once you start to validate yourself, once you start to uh, validate your experiences, validate that, and, and tell yourself that, hey, you know, what I'm experiencing is valid, even if other people don't see it, 
you know even if other people do not validate it this is my experiences this is what i see it as i'm stating the facts right you you kind of have to state out the facts this is what the experiences are and what these experiences and, and what are the stories that I've been telling myself based on my experiences and the emotions that come out of it. You, you have to kind of break it down of how you feel and your experiences. You, how do I put it? Sometimes the experiences we face uh, could be distorted by, by our own uh, perspective, by rose-tinted lens. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it's invalid. Like your ex- emotions are still valid, but it's because of the way you perceive the experience. You feel a negative emotion with this experience. But it doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's good. It, it's just the way humans are. We tag a story to our every experiences. Two people may have the same experience, but they may paint a different story. Uh, that's why you see that there are so many like stories about maybe the twins growing up with an alcoholic, alcoholic father and both of them turn out so differently. It's because both of them are telling different stories as they watch their father um, drink alcohol. You know, one person could think that I don't want to, I don't want to be like that. Right, that that could be the story that he tells himself, and then the other twin could be telling himself, "Oh, if my father is an alcoholic, I'm going to become an alcoholic," because that's the story he told himself. So, I, of course, this is a very generic story. Please do not uh, take it too lightly. If you're an alcoholic family, that's a whole new story. It's a whole new concept, and and that we could dive deeper. But but what I was trying to extrapolate from this story is that um, we perceive different experiences. Uh, but it does not mean that it's not valid. Both parties or everyone's parties or everybody's feelings and emotions and stories are still valid, even if the experiences is the same and their ex- and their and the story they told themselves is different. So that's where we learn how to regulate emotions. We learn how to um, unpack uh, the stories we tell ourselves and and start to pick apart um, why do we tell our story this way? Why are we perceiving it this way? Um, is there something that I'm not seeing? And, and, and taking a step back to see your brain as a third party instead of uh, first party, if you get what I mean. So what this means is that you know when I journal, um, I am actually taking, taking a step back. I am observing my thoughts. I am allowing myself to... Um, see the thoughts for what it is and allowing myself to to see okay i am seeing this um emotion right here i validate it i understand it and and what story am i telling myself you know uh, one example could be um i i receive uh, a rejection email right um and then maybe my first uh, thought was, oh no, I suck. <laughs> right? Because when you receive a rejection email. So, but then when you journal, you take a step back and you can ask yourself, okay, um, let's look at the experience itself, this rejection email. Let's, let's read it carefully. So in this rejection email I received, they said that they would love to work with me, but that was not the right time. So what does this mean? This means that... Um, is not a rejection entirely, but it's more of a redirection. 
they that I have I that I'm not I should not um or I I I am going back into my uh toxic self or my uh toxic habit where I immediately um criticize myself whenever I get rejection. But the truth is, uh this rejection email is just a redirection. They are just sharing that, you know, um, it's not the right time. It has nothing to do with my capability. It's nothing to do with my uh me being good or bad or competent or incompetent. It is just an email that's sharing that, you know, it doesn't work. Our our timeline does not align with each other. So so it is really about learning how to take a step back and learning how to um observe your own thoughts instead of allowing your thoughts lead you in a way or your emotion lead you to the point that you can't take a step back and recognize um, that you are still amazing even if you feel negative emotions um and that's something that i'm still learning i'm still learning how um, i'm still learning how to um, address my black and white thinking my generalization you know these are some um concepts psychological concept where you know we tend to generalize everything just based on one experience so the next step for you is how can we um take a step back and observe our thoughts take a step back and observe our emotions and and really hold space for ourselves and be more compassionate be more loving with ourselves and not just you know um go on with your life without um learning how to regulate your emotions um so yeah i, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode um i it's definitely a challenge and i think it's also um a challenge for me to learn how to be more vulnerable even if it's through a podcast even if it's not my best self and i really want to share with people that you can uh learn this skill uh regulating your emotion is not it's not like a talent you can learn it you can you can build the awareness for it and you will see a significant change in the way you deal with your problems uh it is so important you will see your life very differently once you learn how to regulate your emotion without escaping of course <laughs> yeah so so um yeah let me know if you like me to dive deeper about regulating emotions or along those lines and and yeah follow me on instagram uh, jolie's choice uh or even on tiktok i'm on both uh social media apps and i really hope you have a good uh weekend ahead all right see you guys bye